the calling of Matthew. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but those who are ill. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Well, I'm not quite sure that it happened like that in, Gal- in uh, Capernaum that day, but it was great, wasn't it? A little, little drama of the day that Matthew met Jesus. And um, what relevance has that for us today? Well, t- do you know, today the worldwide Christian church, you may not know this, but the worldwide Christian church is growing faster in numbers than ever before in 2,000 years. There are more than 2 billion people on the planet who call themselves Christians. And, uh, and I love the church. And I love being a vicar. And I love being part of the church family here at St. Matthew's. But why is it then that in this day and age, particularly in the Western world, that many people would question whether or not the church has anything for them at all. Isn't the church just plain boring? Isn't the church really irrelevant in this modern day and age? And isn't the Christian faith just one big fairy story? Why would I even want to consider coming to church? Surely I could make better use of a Sunday morning. And these are great questions. When I was a child... My parents took me to Sunday school, and uh, they pretty much had to drag me to Sunday school. And, uh, and I remember we'd do Sunday school, and then we'd be taken back into church, and I'd sit in this freezing cold uh, uh, old church, and the vicar would be droning on and on, and, uh, oh, that's what it felt like. And I'd just be, you know, the, and I'd be sitting on hard pews, well, not much changes there, but, and, and, and I'd be sitting there just dying for the service to finish so I could go home. That was all I wanted, was for it all to be over. And, and so the question, why would I want to come to church, is actually quite a good one. And, um, but actually, the account of Matthew encountering Jesus, Matthew the tax collector, that we've just seen um, acted out and we've heard read, actually, I think, points us to a totally different way of thinking about this question which is much more intriguing, much more exciting, and has far more possibilities than we might ever have guessed. So let's just take a look and see what happened on that day. And the reason that we're thinking about Matthew today is because it's St. Matthew's Sunday. The Saints' Day, St. Matthew's Day, falls um, in this week. And so today, this Sunday, we celebrate St. Matthew's Sunday. So what happened? At first glance... It seems strange. Matthew is a tax collector, and that means that he actually made a pretty good income. And if he was anything like some of the other tax collectors who are mentioned 
in the Bible stories, like another one called Zacchaeus, then not only was he collecting taxes on behalf of the hated uh, uh, authorities, Herod um, Antipas, who was feared, um, and on behalf of the Roman Empire, but also he was probably making some money on the side. He was probably keeping some of it for himself. So at home he was probably very well off, a nice house, probably had a nice family, children with lots of food on the table, nice clothes on their backs, some of, the, some of, the, of life's luxuries, maybe a good wine store, um, and, and those kinds of things. And then along comes Jesus. And all he says to Matthew is, follow me. And Matthew gets up and he leaves all that behind and follows him. And it's important to realise that Jesus isn't inviting Matthew to go for a stroll in Prospect Park or something like that when he says, follow me. He's inviting Matthew to leave behind his previous life as a tax collector, to leave behind his source of income and to become a student and a follower of Jesus. It's extraordinary. It's unthinkable. But that's what he does. And Matthew follows him, and that's what many others did in the same way. There were four others, Peter, Andrew, James, and John. They were all fishermen. They owned their own boats. They made their living from fishing. And Jesus said the same thing to them, follow me. They gave up their livelihoods to follow Jesus. And why do people do that? And why is it that even today, people are still choosing to follow Jesus? Because that's what Christians are. They're followers of Jesus. That's what the name means. It means people who follow Christ. Well, I think the second half of that story, which wasn't acted out, gives us some clues about what happened in the first half. Because the truth is that Matthew's life was probably far from perfect. Just like all of our lives. If we're honest, we do have good moments. We even have periods in our lives when things seem to be going well. But we also know of those times when, quite frankly, we'd all rather forget and hope that they never surface again. Times when we've not been the greatest blessing to those around us, when we've perhaps hurt others or when others have hurt us. Things we're ashamed of. Things which on occasions we remember and perhaps even shudder about. That night, Matthew, having decided to follow Jesus, throws a dinner party and he invites all his friends. And notice that most of his friends are either tax collectors or, as the Bible calls it, sinners. In other words, people who were generally regarded as lowlifes in society. You see, Matthew's life may have brought him a good income, but in fact, it also brought him trouble because he was collecting money on behalf of the hated dictator of the Galilee region. And as such, he would have been considered a traitor by the ordinary people. And like many tax collectors, he would have been on the, probably would have been on the take. And... Uh, And although Matthew had the blessing of the authorities, he was probably largely hated, avoided and considered a thief and a traitor by those around him. Not a very nice way to live. Well, we'll never know exactly what Matthew saw or felt in that moment 
when Jesus stood before him and said, follow me. But his decision to follow Jesus not only changed his life forever, but he became part of a movement which changed the entire world. Matthew became one of the 12 apostles of Jesus commissioned by him to take the good news of God's love to the whole world. Along with the others, he started a movement based on love and peace, which spread like wildfire around the Roman Empire in such an amazing way that within 300 years, the very empire itself had adopted Christianity and the emperors knelt before God and worshipped Jesus. Matthew went on to write the Gospel of Matthew that we have in the Bible. And so he co-authored the greatest book in the history of the world. Do you know that if the Bible was allowed to be on the bestseller lists um, of, of just ordinary novels, that it would be at the top, at number one, every single week, 52 weeks of the year. It sells over 50 million copies a year. Matthew, he co-authored the greatest book in history. And all through the Gospels, as we read them, we see that when people come into contact with Jesus, their lives are transformed in a wonderful way. And Jesus is still changing lives today. And um, I, this morning, we've got a, a guest with us, and I, I'm going to invite, he's an old friend of mine, he's not, I don't mean he's old, <laughs> he's an old friend of mine, Tony. And uh, Tony, I'm, he's kindly agreed to come up, I'm going to ask him a few questions. Brilliant. Okay, I've got, I've got you there, Tony. If you come up here, okay, and we're going to turn around this way. Okay, there we are. Are you okay? Hi. Uh, there you are. That's it. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's in front of you now. Good. Okay, brilliant. Tony. Yeah. You, a, a, a bit like me, um, d- came to make the decision to follow Jesus mm. kind of later on in your life. Yeah. yeah. What difference has that made in your life? I'm holding the microphone in front of you, so don't worry oh, about that. Thank you. Um, yes, uh, the old journey and the new journey for me, the different is... Um, I've gone blank. Um, is so I'm, I haven't time to think about that one. Is mm-hmm. the journey? Yes, it's um, it has given me a lot of peace mm-hmm. and love. Mm-hmm. Um, it enabled me to cope with issues that thrown at me. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony, I, I know that yeah. in, in your life there's a lot of things that you've had to deal with, haven't you? Because yes. you're, yes. well, you're, yes. you're pretty much blind. You're, yes. well, you're, you can, you've got partial hearing. Yes. Um, but less yes. than two years ago, you lost Chrissy. Your wife died yes. aged, what, 54 or she was? Four, yeah, yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. How has your, how is following Jesus, how has your faith yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. stood up to <clears> that? Sorry, I was a bit blank, but I didn't know where to start. Um, when I first met Kriti 17 years ago, um, I wasn't a Christian, but um, Kriti, you were a very, very strong, mm-hmm. very strong Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was something about her that I thought, what has she got I haven't got? And it was her strong faith. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it was that point that I thought, hmm, interesting. And that was the start of my journey in speaking mm-hmm. and, and asking, thirsty, asking questions. Mm-hmm, 
and, and, yeah. and how, Tony, how, how have you been able to handle losing Chrissy? Yes. Um, at that time, I made a decision, <coughs> Jimmy, I made a decision to, um, to follow Jesus. Right, at the start of my journey, mm -hmm. and it's a long journey, really. And when Kuthi died, um, I basically uh, were broken, hurt, painful, everything. It was, it was horrific. Mm -hmm. um, so I looked deeper, deeper into my heart and soul uh, because I was still on a, on a journey. Mm -hmm. And in, in really deep, Deep inside my heart, in the darkness, there was Jesus, and mm -hmm. through her eyes, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wonderful, and the wonderful love, mm -hmm. joy, and peace that poured out to me, and um, and that is when I decided, yes, I'm going to follow Jesus. Um, Tony, can I ask? Sorry, yes, Can I ask you? Well, yes. part of part of your uh, your journey to yes. faith, yes, um, I think involved. Doing the Alpha course, didn't it? Yes. Can you what, tell us what um, yes. what that was like? <clears throat> what, how that helped? Yes. Um, yeah, Seventeen years ago, when I started my journey, uh, I, I thought, of course, you know, interesting, and I uh, went on it, and I, it was really a, a major step forward. If you are interested, if you're thirsty, interesting about what's going on with God and Jesus. Um, Alpha course is a wonderful opportunity. Are you providing food? <laughs> yes. Good. Hey, they provided food. It's fabulous. And you'll meet people. You know, we're all from different backgrounds, you know. Or maybe, maybe some have some ideas, you know. And um, you have a seminar. You have a chat about something, the uh, Bible or something. And then the best bit is the scouting group. You, you, you go in your little group. And then the question will ask. And that's the best bit, because you listen to other people talking, and you say, oh, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got different ideas, everything thought, and I'm not sure about this or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's a wonderful start if you really highly recommend it, especially the food. Wonderful. Tony, thank you so much for coming <laughs> up and being so open okay. with us. Thank okay. you. Kirsty's going to show you yeah. back to your seat. Thank okay. You. Thank you, Tony. Right. And so, back to where we started. Perhaps you're beginning to realise by now that the question is not really so much, why should I go to church on a Sunday? Instead it is, why should I decide to become a follower of Jesus Christ? And there are many, many fantastic reasons for why you might want to do that. Of course, followers of Jesus Christ do meet together to worship on a Sunday morning, just like we are now, and we do that every Sunday morning. And the church family here is, I think, the friendliest, warmest, most lovely church family to be part of. Um, and it's growing and thriving. And so I invite anyone here this morning who hasn't done the Alpha course to dip your toe, um, to dip your toe in by doing the Alpha course or coming along on another Sunday morning as well. And um, we'd love you to do that. But if you're wondering, and, and if you're wondering, should I consider becoming a follower of Jesus, come along to the Alpha course. We, what we say is, just try the first evening. 
You don't have to sign up for a whole course. It begins on Tuesday, the 1st of October at 7.30 with a meal, as Tony said, and, uh, and then a talk and then a discussion. Um, and you can just see if you like it. And if you do, come back for the second week. And if you don't, that doesn't matter at all. We don't mind in the slightest. The course is free. You can make a small donation toward the meal if you want to and are able to. Um, and not everyone who does the Alpha course becomes a signed-up follower of Jesus. That's not the point. The point of it is to provide an environment where you can look at it, discuss it, and, uh, and decide for yourself. But many, like Tony, who do find faith through the Alpha course, and we've ever, already got several people signed up for this one, um, and uh, if you'd like to join them, there's a sign-up list in the welcome area, so do please sign up after the service if you'd like to. And so to summarise, meeting Jesus changes lives. Matthew's life was transformed from being a hated tax collector to being a champion of God's love in Jesus Christ. He laid down his life to follow Jesus, just as Jesus was to lay down his life on the cross to save us all from the consequences of our sinfulness. Perhaps today, St. Matthew's Sunday, would be a wonderful day on which to take the decision to at least explore what it would mean to join Matthew in the life-changing experience of becoming a follower of Jesus. Amen.